Welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank with Janet Kunst. It's time to turn up your company's marketing efforts. We'll show you how with a variety of actionable plans that you can start using right now. Get ready. Big results are just ahead. Now, here is your host, Janet Kunst. Hello, and welcome to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I'm Janet Kunst, your host, and uh, I am so glad that you're joining us today. We are in the middle of our uh, blogging boot camp series, and today we're going to be talking about 15 ways to successfully repurpose your content. So just as an, a, a recap, as I said, that we're in the middle of our blogging boot camp series, and uh, we're focusing during these, uh, these sessions on how to build your blog out as a platform to reach your target audience. So part one of the series, which was just a, a few weeks ago, we discussed the need to make your blog the hub of your content marketing machine. And with that, the idea was that whether your, your blog is on your website or is a standalone blog, you actually have complete control over the content and your blog is the place where you're, where you direct your traffic to and where you send traffic from, whether it's your social media sites or your, or YouTube or wherever. And uh, I want you to remember that we're, we're looking at your blog as the hub of a bicycle wheel and you're sending out all your information to the spokes, which are those social media sites and the other sites that you're sending your information to. And they're also transmitting them back to you from those sites. Um, so uh, that's really what we're looking at when we're talking about baking your blog, the hub of your content marketing machine. And then last week we talked about um, 20 tools that will make your blogging a little bit easier for you. And we broke those down into four different areas. We talked about tools for creating your blog and your blog posts, organizing yourself, um, publishing your blog posts, and then promoting them. And each of these areas is really key to making your blog successful and keeping you on track so that you don't get frustrated with the process or overwhelmed by how much there is to do uh, when you do take on the responsibility of blogging. So uh, I, I just want to also remind you of the reasons why you want to make blogging your hub. It's your own media. If you're only posting to social media, you're at the beck and call of those social media sites and the way that they change their terms and conditions. And if you've heard, uh, Facebook has made some changes recently and some of the others have made changes more recently, which um, are not good if you are uh, just posting specifically to those sites. You really want to have somewhere where you are in control of your, your content. And a blog is a great place to do that. And they're also their own form of social media. So there's ways that you can use your blog to get that message out to your audience and to interact with them through through comments on your blog and through them asking you questions and uh, through gathering their email addresses and sending them information that way. And a blog supports your uh, search engine optimization. It's that fresh, relevant content that the search engines love. And if you're posting on a regular basis, um, they're going to send people to your website more and more frequently. It's also a great way to drive sales. I always say that you don't want to have your blog be the place where you're just saying, buy me, buy me, buy me. But it's a way for you to build up your uh, expertise and to get people to know, like, and trust you. And once they know, like, and trust you, then you can start uh, telling them about your products and services and how they'll benefit them rather than just pushing it as uh, buy my product. 
and it's also a low-cost content management system. So it's a really great way to keep um, uh, your content in one place and to make sure that you can disperse it from there. So today, as I said, we're going to talk about repurposing your content, and it's and I really want to make help you understand that it's a way of taking your content that you've used for one purpose, uh, as a blog post, for example, and reusing it for another. It's almost like if you were to take a shoe and turn it into a flower pot or a flower vase or, or something else around your house that you use you use in a different way than it was originally intended. Um, with a blog, you can uh, turn a blog post into an infographic or you can turn an interview that you've had with somebody else into a blog post. So there's a, a lot of different ways that you can repurpose your content. And for the purpose of today, we're just going to talk about how you can take all that great content that you've used and turn it into other types of content. Um, I want to make sure that you understand, too, that content repurposing is not revamping content, where you're just taking a blog post that you wrote, updating it, and giving it a new image and calling it a, a day. It's it's actually taking that content and, in, and turning it into something completely different and making it unrecognizable from the original piece of content and and in that way that you can probably attract a different audience. I love the way that HubSpot defines repurposed content. They say that when you repurpose con a piece of content, you're doing one of two things or both, uh, changing the format of the content and or changing the target audience for the content. So that's really what repurposing content is about. And I want to make sure that we're absolutely clear on this. So repurposing content isn't like taking a, a news article that you've seen online and spinning it for your industry. It's not taking an ebook that you may have um, and it, that's directed towards, say, um, electricians, for example, and changing every reference to electricians to plumbers. That's not repurposing. Um, it's not, also not taking a Facebook post and posting it on Twitter. And it's not just resharing a piece of content on social media with, with a new description. What it is, though, is it's taking an existing blog article and applying it to a different ideal customer avatar um, in light of something that's happened in the news recently. Or it's taking that ebook that we were talking about and restructuring it and rewording it to apply to a completely different audience. So it doesn't, it's not exactly the same words with just a new topic inserted. It's really applying it directly to that audience. Um, it's taking a Facebook post and recreating it specifically for, um, say, Snapchat or for Instagram or some other type of uh, social media site. And it, it is taking an old piece of content and drawing out bits and pieces of it that are still relevant to share on social media, which is also a new format. There are a couple of different benefits that you get from repurposing your content. First and foremost, it's going to save you time. You've put a lot of sweat equity into creating your blog posts, um, so you should really get the most bang for your buck out of them. So by taking your content and repackaging it for a new audience or in a new format, you'll increase the life of your content and more people will actually hear your message. And your old content is still valuable. Um, I bet that a lot, 
a lot of you, a lot of what goes on in your industry or what you're writing about doesn't change from year to year. So you probably have some of that old content that is evergreen, which means that it's still relevant today as it was before. Um, the, and repurposing your content is just a way to make sure that you're always using your content for your benefit. Um, it's not going to change that much, so why not use it over and over again? It can also be a great way to get people to your website. Um, so when you share bits and pieces of your content on the various social sites, it will actually drive traffic back to your website where they can see the full article or your full post, or hopefully they'll see something else that may be of interest. And it's also good for SEO or social media op- or, or social um, search engine optimization. Um, and, and you know that Google and the other search engines love content. And the more quality content you have out on your website or your blog, the more they will trust your website. And as a result, the more, the higher you'll rank on the search engine pages. And again, it's all about that fresh, relevant content and making sure that it's quality content. And that's one of those things that we talk about an awful lot. Um, if you've listened to any, any of our previous episodes, is you have to have that quality content because it'll attract your audience and it'll make sure that the search engines know exactly what you're talking about and that it's good content because people are going to your site. So, uh, so what we're going to cover today is we're going to break down um, the methods of repurposing your blog posts in a couple of different categories. We're going to talk about um, visual ways to repurpose your content uh, in the form of images, static images, and then we're going to talk about it uh, with regards to turning it into video and audio content, which is a huge topic today because you know that there's a lot going on with Facebook Live and some of the other live uh, ways that you can use um, video, and, and people just love videos. Even if it's a cat video, I'll watch it. Um, but there's in the last two categories that we're going to look at are uh, written ways to repurpose your content, so turning your blog post into a different um, reading way of of packaging your content, and the and the last one is going to be how to use social media to repackage your content. And in each of these categories, we're going to explore um, several different ways that you're going to reuse your content. And what I want to let you know is that these 15 ways are just 15 ways to do it. There's so many other ways that you can repurpose your content, and we're only talking about taking your blog posts and turning it into something else. There's other ways that you can take something else and turn it back into your blog posts. So uh, I just wanted to make sure that you understood that. And it's time for our first break. So when we come back, we'll start looking at the various ways to repurpose your content. So stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. 
We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel and simulcast at the same time on the Voice America Variety Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So before the break, we just started our discussion on how important and beneficial it is for you to uh, repurpose your blog posts. So let's dive into our first category, which is visual repurposing. Uh, Today's world is very visual, and uh, you've all heard the expression that a picture is worth a thousand words. And in today's online world, that is definitely the case. So consider things like uh, sites out there like Pinterest and Instagram where they're predominantly image driven and that's a great place to start our repackaging journey. Uh, In this case, when we're talking about visual, we're talking primarily about images and not video. As I said earlier, we'll get to that later because that's a whole entity unto itself. And there are a couple of different ways that you can repurpose your content visually. And we're going to look at three of them. The first is looking at slideshows. Then we're going to look at infographics. And the last one we're going to look at is quotes. The first uh, one, as I said, that we're looking at is uh, slideshows. And when I'm talking about slideshows, I'm particularly talking about uh, a program called SlideShare. And it's uh, to up. And what you can do is you can take your blog and turn it into a, almost like a PowerPoint presentation, and then upload it to uh, the service called SlideShare, which is at SlideShare.net. It's part of LinkedIn, so you can log into the site through your LinkedIn profile. And if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, it's very easy to get set up with that. And all you have to do is log in. There's some instructions there on how to use SlideShare and all that. Um, if you, but as far as making your uh, blog post into a SlideShare presentation. 
what you want to look at is if you have some major bullet points or sections, all you really need to do is to turn those into slides in PowerPoint or Word or whatever kind of document that you're um, most comfortable in. Um, and uh, then you want to make sure that you're taking text and combining it with visuals into your presentation just to make it look a, a little more appealing than just words on a screen. I mean, we've all been through those presentations where it is so boring because the screen is uh, filled with text. You can't even read it. And if you are reading it, you don't listen to the presenter and all that sort of stuff. But I digress. Um, you also, when you're putting these slides together for SlideShare, um, you also want to make sure that you have links back to your website or your blog, as well as a specific call to action for the audience. So, and, and that's really the whole point of doing this is you want people to um, do something as a result of seeing this slideshow. And then once you're done with your putting your presentation together, you can upload it to uh, you can either upload the PowerPoint or the Word document or anything like that. Or if you have the ability, you can turn it into a PDF. And all you have to do is upload it to SlideShare. Uh, when you're on SlideShare, you want to make sure that you disable the ability for people to see your to download your SlideShare presentation because that's kind of uh, defeating the point and purpose of it, which is to get people back to your website or your blog. And you also want to make sure that you're uh, optimizing the presentation for the search engines. So make sure that you're putting in keywords in the presentation description. And then when you embed it in your blog as a new post, um, it will give you some uh, SEO juice to SlideShare because SlideShare is such a high-ranking website and you want to also share that link on your social networks. And also, don't forget to ask others to share it for you. Um, in fact, uh, be one, make that one of your calls to action in your presentation. So that's it on SlideShare. It's a fairly easy program to use. Um, as I said, you just need a PowerPoint or, or Word or a PDF, and you can upload it, and you're done. Uh, the next visual repurposing uh, way that we're going to look at is infographics. Um, and now before you groan that you aren't a graphic artist, there are several simple ways to do this. Uh, and, and I just want to remind you that an infographic is a way of visually representing your the information in your blog post. So whether it's statistics or it's a how-to or it's some sort of process that you want to take people through, um, an infographic is a great way to do that. And there's a couple of different uh, programs that you can use that if you're not a graphic artist, it'll make uh, it a little bit simple, simpler for you. So the first is PictoChart, which is P-I-K-T-O chart.com. There is a free version on it, um, but it will have the Picto, PictoChart uh uh, logo uh, watermark on it, but it's free. So what what more can you ask? And in fact, you can also use PictoChart to put together that slideshow presentation that you want to do for SlideShare. So you get do double duty out of it. Um, Canva.com is also a great place to go to put together your infographics. They have a ton of templates there um, for your infographics and, and all those little elements that you need to put that infographic together, and it's free. And, and it really is one of my favorite go-to sources for, for graphics, whether it's uh, infographics or um, social uh, social. Uh, 
posts or whatever. I, I just love Kanban. Can't say more any uh, anything bad about it. Um, and the last one that I have for you is infogram.com. It's also free. Um, and it's just another tool that you can start using with lots of examples and elements to to really create some stunning infographics. And, um, and as I said, what it does is it takes some of your stats or how-to processes or something along those lines to make it visually appealing because we, we tend to consume information with our eyes uh, in addition to um, our ears and sometimes it's easier for people to see it visually than it is to read. So you need to kind of hit everybody on all those five senses. Um, and you can uh, also do an infographic in a lot of different ways. Uh, a lot of times you'll see that tall, skinny uh, visual, which has a lot of uh information on it you can do it that way or the other way that you can do it which is, which is double doing double duty for the same infographic is to take each individual component and use that as a social media post if you want to do it that way um, and with infographics you want to post it to your blog uh, as another blog post you want to post it to social media and you want to make sure that you have all those links back to your blog post or you can use it as a, a lead magnet to get uh, together email addresses from your readers. And that's a great freebie that you can give away as a lead magnet. And we'll talk about lead ma magnets later. But an infographic is a great idea if, you, if you're uh, at a loss as what to do as far as, an inf uh, as a lead magnet goes. And the last way that you can uh, repurpose your content in a visual manner that we're going to talk about today is by using... Uh, quotes. And I'm sure you've all noticed how many um, people these days are turning quotes into beautiful images. And some of the best, and, and what you want to do here is you want to take some of your best quotes or statements from your blog and turn them into that quote image. And you can use any graphics program that you want. Um, I have a couple of favorites. Canva, of course, uh, I talk about that all the time. Uh, the other two that I use are Adobe Sparks and Word Swag. I think they're both only available mob on mobile, so they're apps that you can use. Um, and they both have a great um, way that you can turn uh, text into very in various fonts, and uh, you can put a little bit of motion to it if you want to do that, that sort of stuff. Um, you can use your own images if you want. Um, or you can find some on the internet. And uh, I just want to remind you, uh, and you've heard this from me before, you need permission to use images. So you should not be swiping them from Google. Please do not do that. Use some of the free sites that I've given you in the past or a paid site like um, uh, bigstockphoto.com or iStockphoto. Um, but you just need to find some uh, images to use with your quotes. Or you can use them the way that uh, you can use them on Facebook, which is just find a pretty background and put your quote on it. Um, you want to make sure also that you include attribution to who said the quote. So if in your blog post you actually quoted somebody, you want to make sure that you remember to include them in your quote um, when, you, when you're making this up for social media. And if you quoted yourself, give yourself the credit. I mean, it's okay to pat yourself on the back a little bit with that as well. 
Um, so you also want to make sure that you're posting these to your social media sites and just put a little bit of a simple description of your article and a link back to the content on your blog or website. When you're also, I just want to remind you when you're uh, putting together these quote posts and these quote visuals, what you want to do is you want to make sure that um, you have sized them correctly for whatever social media platform you're going to post them on because all of them have a different sizing um, algorithm. So if you take a post that you po uh, put on Facebook, it's not going to look right if you post it on Instagram and it's really not going to look right if you post it on Twitter or some of the other social sites. So if you use a program like Canva, there's uh, they have... Um, all of the different sizes available for you and you can just resize them in there. Um, and some of the other programs that I mentioned also have an ability to resize and crop your images and all that sort of stuff so that it fits specifically for whatever uh, social media site that you're looking at. Okay, so those are the three um, visual reposting options that we're going to uh, talk about today. Uh, now we're going to move on to video and audio repurposing options. And I, I, again, this category has a ton of different options available to you thanks to uh, the technology that we have today. So uh, the four that we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about uh, videos in general. Then we're going to talk a little bit about podcasts. Uh, we'll talk about webinars, and we'll also talk about live streaming events. So let's start with videos. And there's a lot of different things that you can do to repurpose your content into videos. Um, and, and in fact, you can turn one blog post and make it into multiple videos if you want. So here's just a couple of suggestions that you can do. Um, the first is to use uh, video as a talking head so that you're on camera and just reissue your post. So you have a, a blog post that you've done and all you need to do, and I don't mean this literally, but all you really need to do is take that blog post, put a camera in front of you and read it. Uh, and then take that video and post it to YouTube. Um, you can also take your blog, uh, blog bullet points and turn it into an image video. Um, you can do that using a software like animoto.com or Animatron's Wave video service. And what this does is it gives you a, a visual presentation of your blog content, but it also allows you to put some images and text and uh, music to it. So it actually turns into almost a little mini commercial um, and uh, what you can do is you can have a call to action in them. Animat Animatron and Animoto also have a, a way to put a call to action at the end, and you can put a link in it, and you can put your website in it and all that sort of stuff. Um, and the third way that you can use video is to call out certain parts of your blog and just turn them into mini, mini videos, um, whether you have maybe... Uh, 10 tips, you can use those to turn, turn it into videos. Uh, one of the great ways that I've uh, suggested in the past, and I don't know if I've suggested it uh, recently, is if you have questions that you're asked um, by your audience on a, or your client base on a regular basis, um, video is a great way to turn those um, into some really powerful uh, content uh, 
visuals. So what you do is say you have 10, 10 questions. Uh, you turn each of those questions into a video. You transcribe them into a blog post. And uh, you get an awful lot of uh, traction out of them. So what I want you to do when you're considering video is I want to make sure that you keep in mind that your your audience's attention span may be short. So keep your videos, unless you're doing the talking head thing, under two minutes. And you want to upload your videos to YouTube or to the uh, native platform. And then uh, share those links across all of your other social media platforms. And uh, just make sure that you include a description and a link and a call to action to all of them. And it's time for our next break. So when we come back, we'll take a look at the other ways you can use video and audio to repurpose your blogs. So stay tuned. seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Like what you are hearing on marketing that won't break the bank? Join our mailing list to receive show updates, exclusive bonus materials, and more information on marketing for small businesses. To sign up, visit 411marketingsolutions.com forward slash radio. Each week, Larry Sternberg joins Dr. Kim Turnage to explore management issues from culture to discipline in Managing to Make a Difference. Join Talent Plus for 60 minutes of dynamic conversation, including real-life management examples helping you manage teams across the globe. This series airs on Voice America, the business channel, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Managing to Make a Difference every Thursday afternoon with Larry Sternberg and Dr. Kim Turnage. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call in to the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So far, we've looked at how to repurpose your blog posts using images and videos. So now let's look at some of the other video audio options available for repurposing content. The next one that we're going to look at is podcasts, and it's really a great option to repurpose your content. Um, podcasting is basically just an audio version of your content, which you can distribute through your website and services like iTunes, Stitchers, and, and others. Uh, approximately 40% of the population has actually listened to podcasts, so it's a great way to get your message out there and to reach people that wouldn't normally um, come to your, your website or your blog and find you there. Um, the thing with podcasting, though, is you need to be consistent in your presentation. So doing one every couple of months isn't going to really build your audience. And it will most likely be a lot of work for a little reward. 
But if you're consistent and uh, you probably have a really good quali- uh, quality material for a podcast, uh, it's a great way to reach your new audience and to repurpose your best blog posts. Uh, I don't really have time to go into um, what's all involved with a podcast today um, and how to get it set up and running, but you can go back and listen to my episode specifically on bo- on podcasting called Podcasting 101 for Small Businesses, and I encourage you to do that if you're interested in, in podcasting. Um, you'll want to make sure that you have links back to your website as well throughout your podcast. Po- your podcast. So um, you might want to mention your calls to action at the end, at the beginning, and somewhere in the middle. And then also, if you're really not up to doing uh, podcasting on a regular basis, the other way that you can do audio is to um, just make an audio version of your podcast. blog post and post it to your website or to your blog. Um, Those files are really big, so just be careful because they may slow down your website a little bit. There's a couple of different ways that you can um, host them off website. And if you listen to my podcasting episode, I go through a couple of those and how you would link that to your um, blog or your website so that you're storing it off site, um, but you're actually being able to pull it in into your blog um, and post it as part of as another blog post for your as audio. Okay, so that's podcasting. And the next thing that we want to look at is webinars. Uh, webinars are a great way to combine um, visual and audio versions of your content, and uh, you can also concentrate on one specific topic. So if you have a lot of blog posts about a specific topic, just take them and put them together and repackage them as a webinar. Um, it's uh, Webinars are also a great way to interact with uh, your audience And you can also record it for later distribution. So whether you want to just post it on your website or post it on your uh, YouTube channel so that people can see see it from there as well, it's really a great way to get your word out and to have people uh, not only interact with you but comment on it uh, without having to actually read it. Um, But with, uh, with webinars, There's also a lot of work that goes into planning out and promoting the webinar. Um, You have to make sure that you have a way for people to sign up so that you can send them the link to make sure that they can get on the webinar. And you need to use a meeting-friendly software application. Um, The two that I would recommend are GoToWebinar or um, if you're not expecting a lot of people, say under 50 people to show up, you can also use a service called join.me um, and it's $20 a month and you can, and it allows you to have up to 50 people online and you can record it and, and do a lot of interaction online for it. I'm sure you've all participated in webinars before and it's just a really great way to get some information out there. And, and like I said, if you have some content that you you have, um, and that it's great content, it's all around one topic, a webinar is a a great way to go with it. Another way that you can uh, turn your blog post into a video or audio uh, repurposing uh, matter is to use live streaming events. 
Um, and when I'm talking about live streaming events, I'm talking about things like Facebook Live. And it's really a great way to repurpose and bring new life to some of your previous blog posts. Um, by, and what you can do is you can expand on your topic or you can call out a specific portion of your post and go into a little bit more detail. You can ask uh, for opinions. You can answer questions um, that others may have and more. It's, it's really a great way to start interacting with your audience. And it gives you a little more... Um, it, it, it gets your audience to know, like, and trust you a little bit better than just reading your blog post and saying, hmm, nice blog post. But if, you, if you're able to turn it into something like a Facebook Live or if you're able to use it as a, a Twitter chat or um, on Instagram, if you turn it into an Instagram Live or, or something along those lines, you can actually really uh, get some traction with your uh posts that you have have had for a while and just repurposing that way. Um, the other thing that you want to make sure is that if you are doing a live event, you want to promote it well in advance um, so that uh, you will actually have an audience. Uh, sometimes it's hard uh, the first couple of times that you do something like that to see that you have maybe one or two or three people listening or, or watching. But if you're able to promote it and you promote it correctly, you'll get more, more than that. And the way that you do that is um, either through sending out emails to your lists, uh, promoting it on all of your social profiles. So if you're doing a Facebook Live, you don't just have to promote it on Facebook. You can promote it on Twitter. You can promote it on Instagram. You can promote it on LinkedIn and whatever other social network you're having. But just make sure that what you say is, here's where we're doing it. Here's the time we're doing it. Here's the date that we're doing it. The other way that you can also promote it, if you want, is through um, advertising on a particular network. So if you're doing a Facebook Live, just do a Facebook ad. Uh, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money on it. You can spend $5 or $10 on it and just uh, do that for a couple of days before. Make sure that you're not just posting once before on each of the social sites that you're going to promote it on. You want to start maybe a week before, a couple of days before, uh, that day, and an hour before. And then if you're recording it, and hopefully you are recording it, because that's another way to get a little bit more life out of it, um, you can uh, post an hour or two later saying, hey, we just finished our uh, Facebook Live. Here's the link. Go and check it out and let me know what you think, that type of thing. So we have finished our uh, image repurposing options and we finished our um, visual and audio repurposing options. So now we're going to look at our other written ways to repurpose your blog posts. And there, and these are quite a, a lot different things that you can do with your blog posts to rewrite and repurpose them. And we're just going to go over a few of them here. Actually, this is probably the, the most options that I have for you out of this whole uh, episode. So um, you might want to take some notes on this. So the, uh, the ones that we're going to cover are we're going to look at um, ebooks. We're going to look at doing something along the lines of a best of blog post. We're going to talk about lead magnets. We're going to talk about creating an online or an email course. And then we're going to talk about uh, newsletters. So ebooks are a great way to repurpose your blog content, especially if you have different posts revolving around a particular uh, topic. 
they don't have to be difficult to produce. I mean, if you're if you're sitting there and saying, "Oh, I, I'm writing a book," you're not. You're you have all the information already available. Um, you're all you're doing is turning it into uh, a cohesive uh, c- uh, piece of content. Um, but you do want to make sure that you have a great graphic cover and your formatting is good throughout the the whole book and it and it's consistent. Um, so there are a couple of different ways that you can go about doing this. You can do it yourself. So if you're good at formatting in Word or um, or some other form of document, then go for it. Um, Canva has a great uh, book cover template that you can use to put together your book cut uh, book cover. Um, so uh, I I would go that way if you want to. You can also farm it out. You can use a freelance site out there that will put together the uh, book cover design for you and format your your blog posts so that they're all uniform and, and it makes sense. Um, you can use something like Fiverr.com or 99designs.com or something along those lines. And then if you're adventurous, there is a software out there called Designer, which is D-E-S-I-G-N-R-R. Um, that will take your posts directly from your website and actually turn it into a beautiful ebook yourself itself. You just have to tell it what kind of fonts you want and all that sort of stuff and tell it what to use for your, your, uh, cover image. And it puts it all together for you. It's really cool. Um, it's $27 a a month, but there's a 14 day free trial. So if it's something that you're, you're thinking about, you can definitely put an ebook or two together in those 14 days. If you want to try that out, um, the next type of written repurposing that we're going to talk about is a best of blog post. Uh, and you've probably seen them all over the, all, all over the place. They're the blog roundups that highlight the best of what they've put put out in their posts over a certain amount of time. And this is a great way to repurpose some of your content, look at some of those things that you've done and gotten great response to, and just um, repackage them all together in one blog post. Then, as I said earlier, another way that you can repurpose your blog post is through a lead magnet. Um, And this is And the purpose of a lead magnet is really to convert your website visitors into leads that you can nurture. And um, one of the best ways that you can do that is to get their email address. So what you need to do is you need to give them something free in exchange for their email address. And taking one of your blog posts and turning it into a checklist, a cheat sheet, or a resource list um, is a great way to put together that lead magnet and just Uh, offer it to your audience in exchange for their email and then they can uh, then you can email them all the time and market to them all the time Um, if you need information on uh, lead magnets you can go to my episode titled using lead magnets to grow your email list and there's some great information there Um, the last two methods that I have for you um, for written repurposing are online uh, an online or email course and newsletters. And online and email courses are a way to just take all of your information, repackage it, and put it together as a step-by-step program that you can use to teach people how to do something. With email, you can do it as a challenge. With uh, an online course, you can uh, drip it out over a couple of weeks or a couple of days or whatever you want. There's a lot of work that goes into it, but it's a really great way to repurpose your content. 
And then the last way is through a newsletter. And that's just a way to get in front of other people that may not have seen your original blog post. So you can do it through email or you can do it through uh, snail mail. And that's a whole way that you can uh, grow your grow your audience. And with that, it's time for our last break. And when we come back, we'll take a look at some ways to repurpose your content through social media. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Let's face it. Marketing your business is a lot more complicated than it used to be. If you are like many small business owners, you don't have the time to learn how to effectively market your business. At 411 Marketing Solutions, we recognize that when it comes to marketing, one size does not fit all. We take the time to understand your business goals and objectives, then help you put an action plan in place to engage them. 411 Marketing Solutions will help you develop a cost-effective plan that helps you build relationships with customers where, when, and how they want to communicate. Please visit us online at 411MarketingSolutions.com to find out how we can help you achieve success in your marketing efforts. That's 411MarketingSolutions.com. Get a unique and playful insider's take on the biggest stories in tech, media, and entertainment. Join Lori H. Schwartz, well-known technology catalyst, comedian, and geek girl, as she and leading experts in the media and content business dive into the biggest stories in technology trends, consumer behaviors, and its impact on Hollywood. If you're looking to respond to the tech-fueled changes in the marketplace, then tune in to the Tech Cat Show Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business and syndicated to Voice America Women's Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. To reach Janet Kunst or her guest today, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com. Now, back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Welcome back to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So, so far, we've looked at uh, ways to repurpose your content visually. We've looked at uh, ways to repurpose it through uh, video and audio and also various written options. So now let's look at how to repurpose your content on social media. And we've talked about it a little bit um, throughout this episode, but uh, it's really one of the most important ways that you can repurpose your content. And, uh, and we're going to look at some specific ways to do this. And the three that we're going to look at are sharing tips, creating a quiz, and what I'm calling making the old new. So with social media and sharing tips, you want to make sure that you're providing those snippets of information uh, that are uh, important and that will pique other people's interest and then connecting them back to the full content on your blog. Um, and if you've 
uh, been on social media at all, you know that the life of a social media post is minuscule. So you want to make sure that you're sharing often um, and just don't overdo it. You don't want to be one of those people that is sharing every 10 seconds and uh, sharing everything and anything that they're doing. What we're talking about here is really sharing that useful content and those useful tips that you've put into your blog posts that will pique their interest and make them connect back to that blog post. And um, those are the ones that you you really want to make sure that you're using the ones that you've gotten a lot of um, great traction with or the ones that are evergreen. Remember we talked a little bit earlier about the fact that there's probably a lot of blog posts that you've done or at least some that um, are still relevant today. So this is where you're going to share those tips from those blog posts so that you can send them back to those blog posts and and, uh, revive your content. The second way that we're going to look at with regards to um, social uh, repurposing is to create a quiz. And I don't know about you, but I have a feeling that people just love taking quizzes on social media. So this is a great way to tap into some of some of that mojo that people create around those quizzes. And you can use an app like uh, Pro Profs Quizmaker, which is at ProProfs.com, and you can post it to Facebook or your blog or your website or wherever you want. Um, it has a free trial, and then pricing starts at nine dollars a month. Um, but what you can do is you can take your blog post. Um, put uh, put together a quiz that's around your blog post and some of the information in it and test their knowledge of that specific topic. And then once you're done with that blog post and you've, and you've posted it, just make sure that um, you point them back to your blog post for more information or even if they want the answers to those questions to see how well they did, uh, you can point it back to, the, to your blog post. And then the last one um, that we're going to go over with regards to uh, social social media repurposing is to make the old new. Um, the, and as I said, the life of the blog posts on social media is really short. So you want to make sure you're sharing your blog content on a regular basis. Uh, and, and in fact, over the last couple of days, and it may be because I've been working on uh, today's episode and gathering information for this, but I've noticed that there's a lot of people out there that are sharing um, sharing posts on social media today that point to blog posts that are one or two years old, and the content on those blog posts is still very, very relevant. Um, But what they've done is they've given it a little bit of a new twist in how they're posting it on social media and then just pointing it back to that article. And that's a great way to um, get some more more uh, life and breathe some more life into those old blog posts. And I really like that idea. That's that's a great way to um, take those old blog posts and really get uh, your bang for your buck out of them. Um, it's also a great indication of what you really should be doing for your blog posts as you post them. Don't just uh, post your blog post and then uh, set it up to go out to your social media sites uh, once. You want to make sure that you're sending that out uh, over several uh, days and multiple times a day, uh, particularly if you're using something like Twitter. Um, And Facebook 
to a certain extent. I, I know that there's been some changes in their newsfeed uh, and you're not going to get as much reach in there. But if you have friends that are really coming to your um, Facebook page, they will see it eventually um, if they're really engaged with your page. So just make sure that you're posting uh, appropriately and you're using your um, blog posts and those extra posts to social media wisely to get more traction to your site. So we have made it, and uh, throughout today, what I've done is I've shown you 15 ways to repurpose your, your blog content, um, and we've divided them into four categories. And just to remind you of those categories, we looked at visual, uh, video and audio, written, and social media. So congratulations. You finished part three of our blogging bootcamp series and now have a plan for repurposing your wonderful blog posts. I'd love to hear what you have planned for your blog for this year. Um, so let me know how you're going to use the information uh, that we've gone over today by leaving me a comment on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And I'd also love to follow your blogging journey. So um, connect with me on Twitter at Janet at 411, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm giving you my email address, um, at, uh, on Twitter at Janet Kunst, on Instagram at Janet.Kunst, or on my Facebook page at 411 Marketing Solutions. And now it's time for my email, uh, email address. So if you have any comments or you have any questions uh, on what we've covered or there's a specific topic that you'd like me to talk about, um, feel free to drop me a line at Janet at 411MarketingSolutions.com. And I hope that the information that we've gone over on blogging today has gotten some of your creative juices flowing. And if you want some more help with working on your blog, uh, I'd highly consider that you uh, join my 30-day blogging challenge. And all you need to do is sign up for that at um, 411marketingchallenge.com slash 30 days of blogging. And what will happen is once you've signed up, you'll get uh, a, a variety of tips and techniques each day um, that will help you take your blogging to the next level. Or, or if you haven't started yet, it'll help you get started. So um, again, you can sign up for that at 411marketingchallenge.com. 30 days of blogging, and you'll also be able to join our Facebook group at 411 Marketing Challenge where you can ask your questions, get a little bit of support from me and from others who, ha who have taken the challenge or are taking the challenge at the same time as you, and uh, talk about blogging and, and some of your other uh, topics that may be of interest to you. So now let's take a look at what's coming up on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. So as I said, we're in the middle of our blogging bootcamp series, and this is one of those things that I'm doing this year is each month we're going to uh, take one topic and we'll divide it into specific nuggets, one for each week. So uh, next week we're going to be finishing out our blogging bootcamp series, and we'll look at 25 blog post ideas for when you have writer's block. We all have those great ideas when we first start. Um, but after a while, we may run out of those ideas. So I'm going to give you some ideas on how, how to get those creative juices flowing again. 
And again, if you have any questions you want answered, just send me an email at Janet at 411marketingsolutions.com or you can connect with us on Facebook at 411 Marketing Solutions. Uh, I have a lot planned out for you for this year and I hope that you enjoy, uh, you join me for this journey as we go forward. And I really want to thank you for joining me today on Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. I hope this was informative and you've come away with some new ideas on how to market your business and to build your blog and to build your audience. Have a great week and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning in this week to Marketing That Won't Break the Bank. Be sure to join Janet Kunst for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now you can use what you've learned in today's show and step up your marketing efforts. 